Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, hello everyone, and thank you for joining me on this beautiful Thursday afternoon here in northern Florida. Um, I have a very special guest today. Her name is Karen Jacobson. She is known as the GPS girl, and I bet you can guess why she's known as that. She has uh, her speaking voice is, is in over 25 million GPS units and cars around the world giving drivers directions. So you may hear her right now as you're driving in your car, or you can hear her when you're driving home today or driving to your next destination. So her brand, the GPS Girl, is a registered trademark. It helps put people in the driver's seat of their lives through her speaking presentation, books, teleseminars, and podcasts. And she also speaks to groups who want who want to inspire the best in their people and create a roadmap for their future. So you can visit her website at www.thegpsgirl.com. So welcome, Karen. Hello. Hi. How are you doing this beautiful afternoon, at least here in, in uh, northern Florida? You know, it's just a great day. I feel like I should give you a direction after that introduction. <laughs> Please grab your cup of coffee and take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, but, yeah, not only do you give directions, um, literal directions to people, you actually help direct their lives as well through your brand, um, the GPS Girl. But let's start with... Um, with the um, the GPS, your voice, your speaking voice in the GPS units, how did you start and get into um, doing voiceovers for that? You know, I've been doing voiceovers now for 22 years, and at the time I uh, got that job, I, it was an audition. So my agent came to me, I was a well-known voiceover artist, and she came to me and said, we have a client, they are looking for a native Australian female voiceover artist living in the northeast of the United States, and I live in New York City, so that I, I, I saw this brief and I was like, well, that is me, and this job is mine, <laughs> like no other job before, and I went to an audition, and I got the job on the spot, and before I knew it, I was recording almost 50 hours of script to create that voice system. Mm, wow. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. It was a lot of, you know, tedious, focused hours in the studio. Right, right. So so how do you go about creating a whole system of roads? And uh, from what I understand, and I only know a small bit about, about GPS recordings, but you, you, you make different um, sounds and then they put them together. Well, how it worked when I did it was they, some very clever people, a team put together a script. It was like a phone book. It was very long. And it covered every combination of syllables possible. So within all of that script, they knew they captured the whole English language. So I just had to follow this script at four hours at a time because I didn't want my voice to sound tired, so they split it up into four hours a day. And I did a lot of sentences. I did all the numbers. I probably did the numbers to a 1,000. And then lots of different combinations of sentences so that they could then chop it up and create this text-to-speech voice system based on my speaking voice. Wow. Wow. That is, um, that's something to be very proud of. 
That's yeah. a technical description. It's not that, it doesn't sound that exciting, but I have come to understand how they actually went about it, and it's pretty incredible. And um, and so where can uh, we hear your speaking voice? What are, what devices are there um, that, that hold your speaking voice? Oh my goodness, it's pretty. It's it's there are a lot. So I'm my speaking voice is Australian English Karen. They used my real name, and I'm in many of the major brands. So you can find me in the Garmin, the Navman, some of the TomToms, and the Mio devices worldwide. You know. And I was given a figure a few years ago, and I've just, you know, it's been revised. I would say it's easily in 50 million devices around the world. And as well as that, my voice, do you have an iPhone, Beth? I do. So there's an application called Siri in the newest iPhone, and they have a choice of voices here. So I'm the Australian Siri in the iPhone, so that's 37 million more devices (laughs) <laughs> and, you know, my voice is in a lot of different places. I do television com- commercials and have done for many years. But my favorite fun part is that my voice is in the elevators in three of the P&O cruise ships in the South Pacific. So if you go on a cruise and you get in the elevator, my voice will say, you're on deck two, bars and entertainment. <laughs> Well, that's really that's really neat. That's How really good. That? Well, I actually have a girlfriend who was I was doing a job for her company. She worked for a, a you know an organization, and they hired me to, to do an entire voice system for them. And so she was overseeing that project. And then at the end of that project, which took several months, she went on vacation and happened to go on that cruise ship and couldn't escape me because every time she got in the elevator, she'd worked with my voice for three months and then in the elevator for two weeks on the cruise. So, you know, we do laugh about that now. So she works on your project for four months and then goes on a cruise to get away from the project and your voice is still there. Fortunately, we're close friends, but you can imagine. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you guys are very, very close. (laughs) Yeah, well, it was, you can't write that stuff. You can't make that up. It's just (laughs) funny. Um, So why don't we move on and and talk about your your inspirational speeches and uh, your books. that that's what I really like about my show is that I, I try to get to the 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 core of what drives people and what what makes them want to reach out and help people and what they yeah. like to speak about and what their what their life experiences can bring um, to other people. You come to the right person, Beth. <laughs> I, I, that's one of my favorite things to talk about. So you know. My voice is in all of these GPSs, and I started to get a lot of attention for that, and people were quite excited when they would get to meet me because people want to tell me about their relationship with their GPS. And, yes, people do have a relationship with their GPS. They feel very close to the voice in their car, apparently, and when I meet people, they want to tell me all about the wonderful trips we've taken together and, you know, after a while, I realized there's something in this because people feel very connected to me or like they already know me. There's a familiarity. Mm-hmm. And I took a look at some of the, you know, really the the things that have worked for me over the years. And I have loved personal development and working on being the best me I can be for many years. And I've, you know, I voraciously read inspiring books. I take seminars. I I just love to be around people who are 
purposeful and up to something in their lives. And I made that connection between giving directions in cars and giving directions in life. And to me, it was just a, a seamless transition of something else I can incorporate. So I created the brand, the GPS Girl, which is all about being in the driver's seat and learning how to stay in the driver's seat of life and business. And many, many of us are challenged by that because, you know, we might be having a great day and then something happens. And in my past, I, I could be upset about something for weeks. I would, could let the littlest thing bother me for a long time. And over time, I've you know, really worked at getting tools so that I can bounce back much faster. And that's part of what the brand is all about, is providing tools for people who are interested in loving life and finding ways to bounce back from when life does happen. Wow, that's really great. Um, can you give an example of uh, something that you do teach? You know, I talk about recalculating. That's one of my favorite concepts or principles and you know we, we can be driving in our car and we take a wrong turn and we hear the word recalculating come out of the GPS and before you know by the time you've heard that word before you know it you've you turn back or you follow the instructions and you get back on the right road headed to your destination and in life many times we'll take a wrong turn in life we'll you know end up wandering around on a back road aimlessly for years, not realizing that we could actually stop and say recalculating and get ourselves back on track. And I think that that is one of my favorite things to teach is that you are the person in charge of your life. You are the one who gets to choose if you're going to be in the driver's seat, even if something happens that is upsetting or frustrating. I'm not saying not to feel that way. I'm just saying to really monitor it and say, you know what, I'm going to give myself this afternoon to feel bad about that. And tonight, I am going to cook myself a nice dinner and shake it off and get on with my life. Because really, it's... I think we forget. We forget that we're the ones in charge of our experience of life. We think that Sometimes that when something bad happens, we have to react and we have to feel bad for a long time when really I love to teach the concept of recalculating that you're the one in charge and at any moment you can recalculate and start again. It's like a new beginning, a do-over. Mm -hmm. So it's like um, you don't have to uh, to let life push you around. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that is such a great description, Beth. Absolutely. You really don't have to. And we're not really taught that, I don't think. Many of us, I wasn't really taught that. I I was, you know, I wandered along in my life and I've always been driven and had ambition and goals. But we can, we all, we're human, you know, I'm human. And when I've had a setback and I've had a disappointment, it can take a while to get past that, but now I really have a great community of people around me. I I have a lot of ways that I – can I share some of the ways that I would recalculate? Yeah, absolutely. So it can be really simple. So something might be a disappointment or you thought something was going to happen and it doesn't or you get surprised by some, some kind of news. You know, sometimes it can be too – or frustrated with something. I can stop, have a glass of water stop, recalculate, go for a walk around the block, get on the phone and call somebody, call a friend to talk it through. Just simple little everyday actions that 
I really actually have a recalculating list, you know, so that I can re- I can shake myself out of that energy and to shift that energy and to move forward. Mm-hmm. And put yourself back in the driver's seat and, and being able to to drive yourself and and decide yeah. which direction you want to you want to go, and not let the circumstances decide where you're going to go. But exactly, that's exactly right. I love that. I love that. I know there there are certain things in my life that I I still hold on to, and I know I shouldn't. Um, you know, things that have happened that that I, I really didn't have control over, and I, you know, I reacted in a way that I didn't like. That I, you know, that looking back upon, I didn't like the way I reacted, and I really just need to let that go, yeah. and and move and move forward um, with with everything. And I think um, you know, living with regret is probably one of the saddest ways to live. Mm. And it weighs us down. It really weighs us down. And, you know, one of the other tools that I have is called the breakdown list. And what I do is I – and I do this in some of my workshops and my teleseminars where I have people sit with a piece of paper and a pen and just sit and write down all the things that are bothering them. And I call this the breakdown list. And I mean anything, that phone call I didn't return, that person that I had a falling out with, the – you know, the repairs I need done in my home, in my living space, the bill that I didn't get around to paying, all kinds of things, that doctor's appointment that I should have made, that I haven't made, anything that is bothering me or bothering us and to just get it down on paper in one place and just, you know, get it all out of the brain and onto a piece of paper. And I find that to be an incredible exercise because it frees up space. Even if I don't then go back to that list and work through it and and make sure I am getting all those things done, somehow it moves the action forward because I'm not just staying stuck in my head worrying about those things. Hmm. So you find it more therapeutic to get it down on paper and it makes it more tangible maybe and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't sort of roam around in your in your head for for <laughs> for infinity sometimes it seems like well, I, I think so. And I, you know, like I said, it may may not mean I get all those things done right away, but I think when you imprint it down on a page and then you look at it, it gives you an opportunity to then think it through and go, oh, actually, that's going to take me two minutes to make that phone call. And even though I don't really want to make that doctor's appointment, if I make a phone call and make that appointment, I'm going to feel a heck of a lot better. Mm-hmm. And for me... I, you know, I'm somebody who loves to be in, on top of things. When I um, am on top of things, you know, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm in the driver's seat. I feel fantastic. You know, I've got things in order and my, when my house is neat and I've got great food in the fridge and when, you know, just I, I just love to feel on, on top of things. But I've realized it's not just being on top of things. It's being in front. I actually mm. feel the best when I'm in front and I feel like, Wow, I I really have a plan and a schedule and I've thought things through and I'm much more able to handle uncertainty and last minute things in my schedule because I have that room because I've got a structure that's really working. Yeah, so you sort of I would say what I like to do is turn those items into action items. Right. Instead of having them, you know, 
floating in my head, you know, I need, I need to, you know, go to the dentist or <laughs> I yes. need to, you know, do, uh, you know, make that, make that phone call or reach out to a friend that I haven't spoken to in a while and uh, putting it down. I have a, a notebook beside my bed where I write down stuff constantly and sometimes I can't even read what I've written down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I go back and it sort of triggers a memory, and I'm like, wait, I was thinking about that at this time. So, um, yeah, I think um, it it frees up a lot of um, a baggage that we have in our head to to just to take that action to put it down on paper. So it really does. And the reason I call this the breakdown list mm-hmm. is once you've written it down, if you want to take the next step. The way the next step is to break it down. So you break it down into those action steps. And one of the tips I give people is to go go down the list and estimate how much time you think it's going to take to do those things. So a dentist appointment, well, it's going to take me two minutes to make that phone call. And what have I got bothering me at the moment? I have, gosh, I... Sometimes I like to think, think I'm winning the paper war, but I was just traveling for six weeks, so I'm, I've come home with a, a lot of paperwork to catch up on, and I've made great strides, but I still have a lot. And so I would be writing down catch up on paperwork probably two hours, and that, that way I can go, oh, maybe I could do an hour in this slot in my calendar, an hour in that slot. Already it makes me feel better that I've got a doable, tangible plan rather than, oh, my goodness, I feel so weighed down by being behind in my paperwork. Hmm. That's a really good strategy to um, to make a plan and, uh, and to stick to it. I'm huge yeah. on making a roadmap. You know, create a roadmap, then work that plan and break it down into the simplest steps. And I, I like to be able to move things forward even if it's a tiny action it makes me feel better you know sometimes it's as simple as okay i'm going to take 15 minutes and i'm just going to clean up my desk and make it look gorgeous even if i don't get on top of the paperwork it's all going in one file and i'll know that what needs to be caught up in is in there you know Mm -hmm. it's not this is not a groundbreaking tactic but i just know for myself when i break things down in a into very small steps anything is going to make me feel better. And feeling good is the number one thing. I mean, that's why we're doing anything we're doing is because we want to be happy. You know, that's like the ultimate outcome as human beings is, you know, you, people say, oh, what do you want, want for your children? And, well, you, we want them to be happy. And mm-hmm. that starts with us. Absolutely. Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about your books? Oh, well, I have a journal-style book, which is called the GPS Girls Roadmap for Your Future. And it's a book with lots of lists to write and sentences to finish and questions to answer. And it's designed to create a roadmap for the kind of future you would love to create. And some of the things we've been talking about today are in that book. And the concept of recalculating and being in the driver's seat in life, moving from the passenger seat to the driver's seat and being a make it happen kind of person. And I, these are tools that I've used myself over the years and I started to speak at events and as a motivational speaker at national conferences and events and people would, were interested in being able to have access to some of the tools that I've used so I put this journal book together. Oh, great. And uh, can we go to your website or can we go to somewhere else to purchase it? 
Absolutely. Thank you for saying that. You know, I'm so easy to find, Beth. My website is thegpsgirl.com, and on there are, you know, lots of tips and tools and information and the books available there, and my teleseminar series are available there. And I am also on Facebook. Very easy to find, Karen Jacobson with an S-E-N. And please come and, you know, be part of the GPS Girl community on Facebook and on Twitter and on LinkedIn. I'm everywhere. <laughs> well, that's great. You made yourself easy to to um, find and easy to access. Yeah, and yeah. I just love, I really do love people. I love connecting with people. I love working with people who want to be in the driver's seat of their lives or learn how to stay there or, you know, I'm, I'm somebody who is, has always been very goal oriented and really driven. And as I said, it's important to me to love my life and, and I want to share those, you know, insights with people and work with people who are interested in, in taking their lives to the next level too. Well, that is um, something I think a lot of our listeners are looking for, and I hope that they come and check you out and find out what, what all you have to offer through your teleseminars, your books, your um, all, all your uh, the information I'm sure that you provide through Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, of course. Um, so I'd like to thank you so so much for taking time out of your schedule to to uh, be on my show today. It's been a it's been a pleasure. Beth, thank you, and thanks for the great work you're doing. Oh, I've got one more thing to tell you. Sure. You have reached your destination. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My husband and I, we always choose either the Aussies or the or the English. Oh, because, really? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that sounds just like what we listen to. Well, thank you. Uh, lots of trips together. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Karen. You're just wonderful. And I've really enjoyed speaking with you today. Me too. Thank you. All right. And for the Success Design, this is Beth Shankle Anderson signing off.